0: We are still in this I Am A Christian series, so we are now in part 2. But just a recap of part 1. Last week, we talked about um, sin, right? So we learned that sin is simply disobedience to God and doing things that go against His will, that go against Him. Uh, We learned that all have sinned. All have committed sin and have fallen short of God's glory, of God's standards, and no amount of good works or no amount of any works could make us sinless. It's only through uh, Jesus Christ that we are saved from the bondage of sin. We also learned that there is still a tendency for us to sin. However, it is a choice. Natay kanang choice to make this a reality. We are introduced to two natures, right? Sinful nature, which goes against the will of God, which defies the will of God, and we are uh, introduced also to the spirit nature, uh, which is governed by the Holy Spirit, okay, and obeys God. So we understood that becoming a Christian frees us from the bondage of the sinful nature and grants us the Uh, spirit nature. So we ought to follow the spirit nature as we live this life, this Christian life. It is not through our own strength that we can resist temptation and all these sins around us. Rather, it is through the power of the Spirit. So we need to be in partner, in communion with the Spirit in order to defeat uh, these temptations and this sin over our lives. This must bring us to a place of humility. So when we understand na kanang of this possibility, kay this brings us to a place of humility, knowing that we were uh, once blind, no. But karon na, kita nata. But now we can see. We were once dead, but is made alive through Jesus Christ through the sacrifice of Jesus. And this also brings us to the understanding na kanang. We are not entitled beings, okay? We are not given the license to keep on sinning, nor develop the self-righteousness, uh, uh towards other people. Rather, it brings us should bring us a uh, closer to God, and should bring other people na wala pa na safe towards God, okay? So dili tayong inakanan, woy save okay? Bahala namo diha, but. Ang ato mindset once we get saved no, is that we bring people na wala pa na saved towards God and point them towards God. Mody na siya. So we also talked about repentance and rebuke. So repentance kai is simply asking the Lord for forgiveness while confessing your sins to Him and turning your back away from your sins and towards God that you wanna follow Him. Okay. And a rebuke is leading others to understanding that what they have done is wrong and pointing them back to Christ. So he's not correcting for the sake of correcting, but really uh, ushering them back to the Lord, ushering them to the understanding that they have sinned and that there is uh, a way no, not to get away from that sin, and that is through Christ. And we, it is a powerful tool. Rebuke is a powerful tool that must be done right in partnership with the Holy Spirit. So again, in communion, in partnership with the Holy Spirit. Okay, di ba si Holy Spirit, muna siya ang gihatag ni Lord sa atua uh, as a companion wa, uh, here on earth. So ultimately, sin has no power over us because uh, Jesus has defeated sin already, has defeated death already, right? So, But at the same time, it reminds us that we are just saved. That there is nothing that we can boast about except the fact that Jesus saved and freed us, that we are bought at a price. Okay, so that that, that be a reminder to each and every one of us. And that is about uh, sin. So I hope that we've learned something from it and that we have started you know, to understand and to uh, act upon the things that we have learned uh, last week. Today, the Lord has a word for us as we continue in the book of Luke. So we are still on uh, chapter 17 of Luke, eh, on on that uh, certain uh, part of Luke, and we will be talking about another essential thing that as a Christian, we need to have, and we need to foster, and we need to grow in our life. Okay, so let's open our Bibles to Luke chapter 17 and this time verses 5 and 6. So only two verses for um, this Sunday, but very impactful, very powerful verses. So I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. So if you have your Bibles with you, please open them to Luke chapter 17 verses 5 to 6. I believe that it's uh, either shown here. or on the comment section below. So, uh, let's all read the word of the Lord. Verse 5, The apostle said to the Lord, Show us how to increase our faith. And verse 6, The Lord answered, If you had faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, May you be uprooted and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. This morning, I would like to share to you about faith. F-A-I-T-H. Faith. With the situation that we are in right now around the world, this pandemic, no? This word is often highlighted everywhere. Faith. You can hear it. Faith, 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 faith. So what is this faith? Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It, uh, it gives us assurance about things we cannot see. So confidence and assurance. I believe all of us have a sense of what faith is or have faith, simply. The only difference is that we put it, we put faith into either the right or wrong things or people. Bear with me for a second here and listen. So, what is Faith is confidence, right? It says in the word, faith is confidence. When you say you are confident, Meaning you put your trust on whatever uh, that is and you believe that that thing or person could actually make what you hope for happen. Okay? So if you put your faith into a person, you believe that that person could make uh, the thing that you're hoping for actually happen. Or if you ni mo imong faith into things, then you believe, you trust, you have confidence that uh, that thing would make, Uh, what you hope for actually happen. The effect of this confidence is assurance that even though you haven't seen the result yet, you know that it will happen. Okay? Now, most people put their confidence on earthly things, aka money, right? And invest their trust on people more than God. But we know that these things that money people are fleeting, limited, and not fixed. Meaning, they just are here today and gone tomorrow. They are limited. and They are not fixed. So, they could change their minds. Okay? No wonder that we end up on the losing end and eventually lose our faith because we are putting it in the wrong thing or person. But hear me when I say, when we put our faith in God, we can expect that He will stay, okay? Hebrews 13.5 in NIV says, For God has said, I will never leave you, I will never abandon you. So He stays. He is unlimited. Psalms 147 uh, verse 5 says, Great is our Lord and abundant in strength. His understanding is infinite. Oh, infinite Tao. And he will never change. Numbers 2319 says, God is not human that he should lie. Not a human being that he should change his mind. So three things that tumakua, know that he stays that he is inf- uh he is uh, unlimited and that he will never change. We are able to uh, witness great and mighty things if we place our confidence and trust on God. Tiba, Gabi ang difference. That when we put our faith on humans and on things versus when we put it on God. So there's such a great difference there. This gives us the true assurance that he will fulfill all that he has promised us written on His Word. So, all the promises written on the Bible, okay, we can say that that will really come, that will really come into fruition. It's because God, you know, because of God's days, God isn't limited and God never changed. We can say that we can rely and we can put our faith and full confidence on God. So we need to understand this right here and now because this is uh, the foundation on what we will be talking about today. This is we will be talking about faith. We need to first understand the, the one that I explained Aganina, uh, uh, that our foundation, our source of our faith and where we put our faith should be solely on God and God alone. Okay? Because if we put it on other things, then daho the kay and difference, and we will just end up um, discourage, will just end up on the losing end if we do not put it on God. So, on the verses that we just read, on the two verses on Luke we just read, we can glean upon three things that uh, we can learn regarding faith. Okay, so point number one, faith-sizing. And this is a term that I, coi- uh, I just coined because uh, of what I saw here On this verse. So in verse 5, it says, The apostles said to the Lord, Show us how to increase our faith. Meaning that the disciples have already faith, dear Lord, because you won't say increase something that you don't have, right? So them saying that increase our faith means that they already have faith, dear Lord. And 6, the Lord answered, If you had faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this small berry tree, may you be uprooted and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. If you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, if you google mustard seed uh, while you're listening to me, kay, you could see that it's a very very small seed. Na, you can, you would just be amazed, na, oh really this could grow uh, into something, kay, it's really very small. Faith sizing is the act of trying to correlate the size of the faith with the size of the problem at hand or with what you are facing currently, okay? This comes from a place of focusing on the ability of the person to succeed or to overcome that problem or that situation rather than trusting on God. So, we do faith sizing, Naka na kana ay, hola, this is a very big problem. I think this needs very big faith this is a small problem small faith we do that and i think i've done it in my life and i believe you've done it in yours too we do faith sizing because we don't have the full confidence in the lord ouch <laughs> because we don't have full confidence in the lord we still think at the back of our minds that if the Lord will fail to see me through this scenario or will, uh, you know, will fail to carry me through this situation, I will help the Lord. Now, yes, I believe, I have, I have faith in God, I have confidence in the Lord, but if lang, if lang, you know, the Lord will fail. You know, we have that mentality in our hands and it's utter foolishness because first, the Lord will never fail. Second, Kai, really? Kita pa ang muhelp ni Lord? ba? So, it's really utter foolishness. If you say that you have faith in God, the size doesn't matter. Because there should be no size at all in the first place. There should be no size of faith na, ay, kung dako ang problem, dako ang faith. Gamay ang problem, gamay ang, gamay ang faith. No. When we put our faith in God, We trust that He will surely deliver. 100% trust that He will surely deliver. Uh, but But not on our own standards. Okay? Here's the thing. Not on our own standards, but on His way and on His standards. Remember that as Christians, Christ followers, okay? Remember, Christ followers, we ought to give up our own way. We need to stop picturing out the outcome of things based on our own perspective. This is the thing of us, humans, We ask the Lord to help us, but we already have a picture of how things should go and should result. We have the picture of the outcome already na ing anini ni Lord, and then if things gani kay will not turn out the way we want it to turn out, then we say na I the Lord did not help me, de No, we have, we have we have that mentality, and we need to uh, kill that mentality because we need understand that it should not be our own uh, ways, but it should be on God's ways and standards. Okay, we should learn to submit. To how God designs and wills the outcome, ug sa atua. For we know and believe that His outcomes are beneficial for us, even if it means it is not comfortable. Again, we should uh, we should believe, we should know and believe that His outcomes are beneficial despite of its uncomfortability for us. So, how to gain faith in God? Simple. Learn more about him through the Bible and allow your heart and mind to open to his teachings. The Lord is not selfish to hide himself from you. Rather, he is willing to let himself be known. A very uh, practical example is that you want to sit down or you're sitting down right now. Right? So let's say the chair, for example, sa kanin, the one that I'm sitting down. So I will not say that. Hala, this chair is kinda small. So, sigur magpagaan lang ko para dilik kumatumba. So that I will not stumble down, I will kanang koan. Adjust my weight. Or if it's in a sofa, you have a sofa at home. Ay, this is a big koan. This is a big kanang sofa. So, ay, uh, kung faith dilik kay big pot, I will lie down jod automatically. Diba? But what, what my point is. Your faith should not be based on your circumstance. Because your faith is not based on yourself nor in your circumstance, but it is based on God who never changes, who is fixed. Therefore, we can say your faith should not be adjustable because your God is fixed. Again, your faith should not be adjustable because your God is fixed. It should be the same all throughout. Okay, whether in different seasons of your life, it must, uh, your faith must be the same. Because it is not based on y- yourself, but it is based on God, who never changes. Okay, na- then you say na, ay, no, oy, because di ba, our faith weakens, our faith kanang Mugamay magamay ang faith because of the problems in our lives. Uh, I beg to disagree. No? On, on, on those statements and I want you to, to realize that perhaps it is not uh, your faith that is weakened or becomes small but it is your focus Asaman man ka nag-focus when you are at, the, at a scenario or in a situation where is your focus because where your focus is there there you will put the by your trust and your confidence so when you put your focus on your on the on your problem of course you will feel fear Anxiety, worry, deba. But when you focus on God, then your faith diba, is placed on God. And then, it, then it stays uh, the same all throughout uh, the seasons of your life. So again, your faith should not be adjustable because your God is fixed. Point number two: faith moves. Okay. In verse 6, the Lord answered, If you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, May you be uprooted and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. In this verse, we are amazed uh, with the possibility of the impossibility through faith. Or, we are amazed with the possibility of the impossible through faith. So, what we view or think as impossible can be made possible through faith so ever wonder why the enemy tries to steal kill and destroy your faith diba enemy against when we go uh, stronger diya kay lord go near kay lord and our uh, our faith is strengthened why is the enemy you know doubling his time to distract us to to get us away from god it is because he knows in the first place that faith is very powerful, that everything becomes possible because of it. In fact, the very reason, no, because of faith is the very reason why you and I are saved from the bondage of sin. Not because of works, so that no one can boast, remember, but through our faith in the Lord Jesus, that He is able to save us. Faith moves things out of our way rearranges the perspective and perceptions that we once have and even transform our lives so grabby ang ang power you no know, when we have faith when we exercise our faith so my question for you today is what sin or sins in uh do you have in your life today that is so ingrained, that is already so kanang-rooted na ba sa imong life, nalisod na kaayo, that you find it very, very hard to uproot. You find it very, very hard to deal with. So what are those things? What are those sins? Let me tell you, there is no impossibility when you ask the Lord through your faith in Him to uproot those sins and difficulties and let them be gone. There is no such thing as too hard for the Lord. If you exercise your faith today and you put it in God and say, God, I believe that you have the power over this sin. That you have said in your word uh, and I can read it in your word that you have overcome death, you have overcome sin. Lord, I know that you can also uproot, you know, uproot this sin in, uh, in my life and let it be God. Let it be God. There is no such thing as very uh, difficult, yeah, High Lord. So, exercise your faith today. Trust me, you don't want to do it on your own. ba? We have the tendency also na, na I, I don't want to return to God because I want to fix myself first moments in life i don't want to come near the Lord because i am a sin uh, I am a sinner. The more that you need to go to the Lord because you are a sinner and you are uh with your sinful nature, the more that you need to go and go back to th- to God no we are not able to do with our sins we need God and we need uh, the power of the holy spirit, so stop putting your faith on yourself and start placing your faith in God. When you do that, when you place your faith in God and you submit yourself to Him, the sins that you have will not lead you to the path of condemnation. Rather, it will lead you to the journey of redemption. Do you want to get saved? Do you want to get redeemed? Then, submit yourself to the Lord and put your faith on God. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17 says But in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you diba? The enemy accuses us accuse us These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord Their vindication will come from me I, the Lord, have spoken What a great promise from God that no weapon formed against you shall prosper and you will silence the voice of the accuser. But here's the thing. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of God. Okay? Remember, these benefits are only for the servants of the Lord, the followers of Christ. So don't think that you can avail these benefits if you haven't submitted your life to Christ okay? You must submit your life to Christ, put your faith unto Him, and be saved, okay? And say that, Lord, I, I, I want to follow you, you know, this is my life, this is my heart, everything, Lord, is yours, I want to follow you, I will turn away from my sin, and I will turn uh, my eyes to you and my life to you. So, come join the family first, and you shall taste and see the goodness of God, Okay? So you need to be, you know, part of the family. And in order for you to be part of the family is you need to submit your life to Christ and be saved. Okay? So do that and enjoy the benefits of the promises of God and taste the fullness of God's glory and His goodness. You can't uh, have that. You can't partake in any of that if you are... Kind of still so stubborn that you don't want to submit your life. That you are still in your delusion that you can save yourself. Well, the choice is yours, my friend. Continuing to point number three. Faith. First, we have faith um sizing. Right? We have faith moves. And in point number three, we have faith projection. So many faith projection? The Lord answered, If you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, May you be uprooted and be planted in the sea. And it would obey you. So would angiga mit diri suggesting that it is in the kind of future. Deba And the coming pa. Faith always projects on what is to come. Okay? It is the confidence that what we hope for will surely happen. So, forward-driven, okay? So, how we operate in life, once we have faith in our lives, it should be forward-driven, looking forward, okay? So, stop wallowing on the past. I know it hurt. I know that you have lost. I know that um, you have sinned. But all of those things are already in the past. They're already gone. They are already committed, do not allow your future to be destroyed by your past. Because your future, because the Lord can still, work, can still work on on, on your future, di ba? And your present and your future. ang katong past, kay, the Lord can erase that past. The Lord can do away with, with, with your past. So don't live there, don't wallow there, don't stay there. But look at the future, look beyond. Okay, and don't allow your future to be destroyed by your past. Faith allows us to see way past the reality, even way way past sa unsa atong karon, and into eternity because we know the ending of the story. So faith is not only on what I see now. It is not what I see now, but is way past that. It is on eternity. It is on the promises of God. It is on uh, what He says in His Word. And I'm gonna trust in that 100% because I know that He will never change. And we know the ending of this story. The Bible tells us and warns us of what is to come and what is happening right now. Why is it so hard to live in the future? Or with with that mindset a future mindset why because we are afraid of uncertainty we are afraid uh, we are of, of the uncomfortability we do not want to be uh, uncomfortable diba? we are not comfortable when we don't know the things when we feel that we are not in control okay that's why we do not like the future because. We don't know the future and we don't have the control over the future. That's why we don't want to go there. We don't want to have that mindset. Pastor Stephen Fertig of Elevation Church shares that we should not be excited to get back to normal. He says in his sermon, na but all of us praise na kanang. Oh, I want, Lord, please stop the pandemic because uh, I want to go back to normal. I want to go back to my uh, old way of life, you know. Uh, this this situation, this setup right now is uh, very uncomfortable. I don't want any of this. I want to go back to normal. And he says, rather than going back to normal, he says, our mindset should be looking forward to the new normal. Be- why? Because things change. Those things are gone. The, the normal that we have before is already gone. And we got to embrace those things things and those changes because things will never be the same. After this, things will never be the same. After the situation that we're in will never be the same. And I agree with him because uh when our faith is anchored in God, we know that things change, situations change, seasons change, but God will never change. Another verse that proves that is in James chapter 1 verse 17 where it says every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows so he does not change. So we can really bank on to the promises of God. We can really bank on the character of God because he never changes. Pwede kita ma sold out niya kay Lord because he never changes. Let this be an encouragement for us today. And you may might want to write this down. Fight tomorrow's uncertainty with God's certainty. Again, fight tomorrow's uncertainty with God's certainty. Because God is certain, God is sure, God is never changing, we can be sure and we can be certain of all His promises, and we can keep it No, because of His character. If there is one thing that we can be certain, sure, and confident about, that is God never will never change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His promises will never fail and His love endures. And it is, it will endure forever. So church, remember that uh, if you want to live a Christian life, have the faith. Have that faith that uh, doesn't change, that is not adjustable because of situations, but is anchored and fixed on God. Have that faith, you know, that is kanang, the, the authentic faith that can make things possible, that can make impossible things possible and have that faith, you know, this projected future, forward-driven, you know, forward-driven. And w- even if it's the, the future is uncertain, we know and we have the confidence that because God is certain, we are well taken care of. God is good and He will never change. Anyone, in Hebrews 11, chapter 6, it says it is impossible to please God without faith. And uh, I've used this verse before, but there is a continuation day of this verse. Anyone who wants to come to Him must believe that God exists and that He rewards those who sincerely seek Him. So if you want to seek the Lord, you need to believe that He exists. And He rewards for those who sincerely seek Him rewards, and that is salvation. That is provision. That is um, protection. If you sincerely seek the Lord, you will see His glory. You will see um, how good God is. You will, you know, just, just embrace His goodness and His love. And there's no other place. You could really say there's no other place than in God's presence and in God's um vicinity of God, so you really can compare it, because outside God's uh, vicinity, there's no life; it's only death. So, surrender, so believe in God today, and anchor your faith in Him. You will certainly not regret it. You will certainly not regret it. Surrender your life to Him and be part of His family, and let your transformation start today. So, if anyone, uh of you is watching right now on the other end of the screen. If you feel that God is speaking to you and, you know, He's knocking on the door of your heart and He wants uh, to speak to you and to be in relationship with you, harden not your heart, okay? But uh, give in. Give in. Give in to Him and allow yourself uh, to be saved. Allow yourself to be humble, to be sincere in in seeking the Lord and Give him a chance, you know, uh, and you will certainly not regret it. So I just want to lead you in a word of prayer and uh, just want to pray over your life. If you want to start this journey with God, it really starts with accepting God as your personal Lord and Savior. Let's pray. Father, Lord, if anyone, Lord God, wants to be your son, wants to be your daughter, wants to be part of your family, Father, I pray that you will harden up their hearts. But Lord, I pray that they will open their hearts and their minds to Jesus Christ. And they will come before you, Lord Jesus Christ, with brokenness, with humility, and with sincerity, Lord Jesus Christ. Surrendering their lives to you, Father. Surrendering, Lord Jesus Christ, their desires to you, Lord God, their dreams to Jesus Christ, everything, Lord God, their wholeness, their whole being, Lord Jesus, to you. And they are starting right now, Lord Jesus Christ, to trust you, Lord God. Lord, I pray that you give them faith to Jesus Christ, to believe, Lord Jesus Christ, even when things are uncertain, Lord Jesus Christ, because you are... Alone, God, is certain, sure, and we can put our faith and confidence there that say imam, Lord Jesus Christ. So, Lord, I pray that they will confess, Lord Jesus Christ, with their mouth, through Jesus Christ, their sins, through Jesus Christ, to you, Lord God. They will confess that you are Lord, that you are God, and you are Savior. And I know, Lord God, that you and that, that they, Lord God, will be saved. Lord Jesus Christ, thank you so much, Lord Jesus and I know that the heaven, Lord God, rejoices, through Jesus Christ even over one person, Lord Jesus Christ, who gets saved, look God. And let there be rejoicing right now, look at over the these people, Lord Jesus Christ, who have made their decision today, Lord Jesus Christ, to give their lives to you. Thank you for everything, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So congratulations. If you are that person who have given your life to Christ, congratulations and welcome to the family. And I just want to... Uh, Clap, and if I could hug you, I I will hug you, but we can't do that uh, right now. Uh, But if you want to share your story with us, uh, send us a message here at WAC. So, um, before we end uh, today's sermon, I would just like also to pray. You know, as a church, let's uh, pray not only for our church, but also for the different churches around the world, different people, different sectors of of society, whether it be the government, the frontliners, the medical workers, the backliners, uh, people at their homes. So let's be uh, in one and pray for all these people. So let's bow down our heads and. Um, Let's pray. Father, Lord God, thank you so much, Lord God, for your word today. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us of what faith is. Thank you for uh, helping us learn, and God, understand, Lord Jesus Christ, that... Uh, Faith through Jesus Christ is confidence, Lord God, on you, Lord Jesus Christ. It brings us to assurance to Jesus Christ that these things will happen, Lord God, and will come into fruition, Lord Jesus Christ, because you are, Lord God, a God who fulfills his promises. You're a God who never changes through Jesus Christ. And Lord, this doesn't mean Lord God on our own standards, but no, it is on your standards to Jesus Christ. When we pray, Lord Jesus Christ, all the outcomes to Jesus Christ and all these things, Lord God, will be in line, Lord Jesus Christ, on your will and on your way, Lord Jesus Christ. Help us, Lord God, to be faithful, Lord Jesus Christ, yes, say, moha, Lord God, despite, the Jesus Christ, even if, Lord God, no matter what, Father. Lord, give us, Lord Jesus Christ, that um, protection, Lord Jesus Christ, against this virus. Give us, Lord Jesus Christ, that peace in our hearts, Lord Jesus Christ, help us not to, worry, uh, to be full, Lord Jesus Christ, of worry, Lord Jesus Christ, to be full of fear, Lord Jesus Christ, but Lord, despite of these things, Lord God, that we, Yes, we can feel these things, Lord God, but Lord, I pray that we, Lord Jesus Christ, will not stay on this feeling, Lord Jesus Christ, but Lord, we will stay in your presence, Lord Jesus Christ, where every evil, Lord Jesus Christ, just dissipates, Lord Jesus Christ, and just goes away, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, may we seek you, Lord God, and seek you with all our hearts, Lord Jesus Christ, especially in this time. May we allow you, Lord Jesus Christ, to speak to us, Lord God, through this time, Lord Jesus Christ, of isolation. I pray for protection, for strength, Lord Jesus Christ, for wisdom, Lord God, for the frontliners, Lord Jesus, thank you so much, that they are still continuing to work. Lord Jesus Christ, even Lord, for those working in the groceries, working in markets, working Lord Jesus Christ in um, barangay halls, Lord Jesus Christ in the government, Lord Jesus Christ sector, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that you will strengthen them, Lord Jesus. Even the backliners, Lord, those who um, the garbage collectors, Lord Jesus Christ, and. A policeman, Lord Jesus, Christ, poli- uh, policemen, soldiers to Jesus, Christ, all these people, Lord Jesus. Christ, and I know that I could not mention all of them, Lord Jesus, Christ, but I know that you see, Lord God, all the people that are working, Lord Jesus Christ, despite of all these things happening, Lord God. And I pray, Lord God, that uh, you will uh, help them and protect them, Lord Jesus, Christ, and give them uh, provision, Lord Jesus, of the things that they need. And I pray, Lord God, even for the church, Lord God, equip us to Jesus Christ and send us, Lord God. This is a time for sending us out, Lord Jesus Christ, for the people to know more. About you, Father, and f- to for them, the Jesus Christ to uh, receive you as your Lord and Savior, the Jesus Christ, that they. That their lives, Lord God, will be transformed as well. Father, I pray, Lord God, that you will equip us, Lord God, as your church, Lord Jesus Christ, as your body, Lord God. We will move, Lord Jesus Christ, in your will and in your way, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, tamana, Lord Jesus Christ, of shutting our mouths, Lord Jesus Christ, off, Lord God, or being just sitting down, Lord Jesus Christ. But, Lord, this is the time, Lord God, we will be mobile, Lord Jesus Christ, and we will speak, Lord Jesus Christ, and declare, Lord God, your glory, Lord Jesus Christ, in the places where we are in, Lord Jesus Christ. The situations, different sectors, Lord God, that we are in, Lord Jesus Christ, and Lord, I pray for uh, the government officials. Lord God, give them the wisdom, the right. Heart to Jesus Christ, the right mind the Jesus Christ, the Lord. There will be no corruption, Lord Jesus Christ. Greed involved Lord Jesus Christ, but Lord, may they give the Jesus Christ to the people, Lord Jesus Christ. What is um what must be given to Jesus Christ to the people? And I pray, Lord Jesus Christ, for unity, Lord Jesus Christ, whether there be no politics involved, to Jesus Christ, at Lord, may we be us one Lord Jesus Christ as, as Filipinos to Jesus Christ, maybe be as one Lord Jesus Christ in fighting Lord Jesus Christ, this um pandemic Lord Jesus Christ, this virus Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, again, Lord God, I pray that there will be no greed, Lord Jesus Christ, no um, jealousy, Lord Jesus Christ. But Lord, let there be, Lord God, compassion, Lord God, for one another, Lord Jesus Christ. And let there be, Lord Jesus Christ, love Lord God, for one another, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, um, thank you, Lord God, for everything that you've done in our lives and that you're continuing to do in our lives, Lord God. And you will continue that you will uh, do in our lives, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, salamat kayo, Lord God. And we put our faith there, yeah, Lord God. Thank you so much for your goodness, for your love, for your grace, and for your mercy. All we can do, Lord God, is just to lift everything that's yeah, Lord Jesus Christ. All the glory, honor, and praises. We cannot take credit for anything, Lord Jesus Christ, but everything goes to you, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen.